0: Just be curious, get out of your own way, trust yourself more, and make life simple. Stop, stop adding on more things because someone else is telling you to do that. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Just let it go.
1: <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Sea Life Different podcast. The Sea Life Different podcast is hosted by me, Zakira, and it's featured women by women. So we talk to other women creatives on how they've overcome adversity, and how they are surviving resilience. So they all have one thing in common, the need to create and the need to serve. So the mission of this podcast is to inspire you, empower you, and educate you. So today's guest on the See Light Different podcast is Darden Creative. It's founded by Tamara Darden. So she's worked with over 60 brands, specializing in social media content for their social media. But she has over 13 years of corporate retail experience. So she's been able to use that experience and customize and quadruple and triple her client's revenue with product photography. So she created content for the wedding that you the, the uh, magazine that you read, such as Free Bazaar, Wedding Wire, telephora, baked butter, so her work has been featured in Essence as well. So she's really dedicated to merchandising and styling and everything that a creative director would do when it comes to creating product photography. She's also super passionate about Metro Health mm-hmm. and though, and Instagram and interior design. So we're going <laughs> to talk about all of that. So hi, Tamara. How are you? Welcome to the podcast.
0: Hi, Zakira. I am well. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yes, and it was so ironic. Um I don't even know when I first came across you, but uh the small world of Impact Weekend definitely that's where I first yes. started. Like okay. Yeah, then, actually
0: I've yeah. I've never been to Impact Weekend, but I have friends who who have have attended the event. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah mm-hmm. that's from small community. And then uh we're probably also in uh, one of the either Tamaya Coven education group or yeah. female photographers too.
0: Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in her face, Tamaya's Facebook group. So I, I'm dabbling in there from time to time talking yeah. from time to time. Yeah.
1: yeah. And the power of Instagram, I think the the straw for me that was like, you know what? No, she's got to be a guest on this podcast, but <laughs> we're doing your end of year Kind of recap. You um, mm-hmm. kind of like most uh, entrepreneurs who had, you know, reset financial goals. Took two months off at the end of the year, just mm-hmm. about, and you came back on Instagram banging with all the <laughs> things that you were like, "We are not going to do this in 2022." So um, maybe you can just kind of start off with that. Just, just tell us, maybe just it, with your Instagram in mind, or even mm-hmm. you know, any new thoughts that you have. What are three things that you feel? that we at Creative Entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs should not be doing in 2022?
0: Ooh, I don't know if if it's something we should not be doing, but I can share the three things that I'm not going to be doing for my business. Um, The first thing is I'm at a stage in my career where um, investing in non-specialized course content is not the best use of of our revenue um, or my business revenue, that's one thing I won't be doing. The second thing is I won't be committing to or having my team commit to um, being stretched thin, utilizing you know a ton of marketing techniques that just have proven not to work for our business. Um, and then the third is um, launching you know various revenue streams just because it's popular. An example is is coaching. Just looking at the numbers, the effort, the dollars, it just didn't justify really the return on investment um, to to build out a coaching revenue stream. I will be growing my business without a coaching revenue stream. (laughs) That is just something that is just not something that we're going to be investing in. So those are the three things that, that I am not doing. In and 2022 you- and beyond, actually.
1: Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you shared that because I think that's really what happened. Now, for me, it was a big shift, October 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, ironically enough, I wasn't even on social media that day because I was attending to Meyer uh conference. And that was the day that Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp went down for mm-hmm. an hours and people mm-hmm. were speaking out. Now, mm-hmm. you and I, we both been in the digital space for more than 10 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, as I saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, nothing new. Right. But it appeared to be longer than usual. And so for me, that, that was my shift of like, you know what? I'm no longer, um, doing what everyone else is doing or concerned about what everyone else is doing, because that's mm-hmm. that new VAT base that people are getting caught up in, in regards mm-hmm. to you gotta post 10 times a day. You mm-hmm. gotta post every single day. And you got to basically do what the, when you do find a coach that you want to work with, do exactly what he or she says. Mm -hmm. And so for me, um, I think that's where I've realized that one thing that I'm not going to do is continue to, you know, not be overwhelmed. Again, putting mental health first, not be overwhelmed by the fact that, oh no, I didn't post today. Or, oh no, I didn't send enough emails today. Uh, Do what works for you. Because at least for me at this point, my community gets me yes I'm going to continue mm-hmm. to make more connections but my community yeah. gets me that no matter what I'm sharing value in what what people know me as which is you know mostly photography nowadays social media marketing and nowadays you know mental health so mm-hmm. I think I think I, that's something that I know for sure that going into 2022 I'm not going to overwhelm myself with uh what the other coaches say I'm going to do what has worked for me and my business, mm-hmm. which for me is email marketing, you know, i neglected that. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, go to your Instagram. And I'm like, but I have email lists and those are people that trust me mm-hmm. um, you know, to really uh, give them value and sell to them. So I love that.
0: Yeah. And also too, it, it, the thing that I've learned in business, you know, I have over 13 years of business experience, but specifically I've, I've been in business for six years and one of the things that you realize is that all of it is trial and error there's going to be things that may work for me that may not work for you for example i don't have an email marketing strategy that's just not i've i've tried it i've invested time in it i've had the automations and all you know all of all of those things but that is just for the clientele that darting creative serves that is not how we secure our clients. We secure our clients in, via Instagram. We do a lot of outreach offline, um, networking, you know, scheduling calls, referrals. So th- that is how we're able to, to generate revenue. So again, it's it's all about trial and error and making sure that you're investing in strategies that are sustainable for your business especially if you're going to be in business for the long haul you kind of have to be open to being flexible flexible and then realizing i know everyone is saying do this or this is the popular thing to do but my data tell me otherwise and that's the other thing you know like really paying attention to your data really paying attention to where you're where and how your clients are finding you because that's going to be the way you determine which marketing strategies to continue investing your time in or growing and which ones you just edit completely because your data has shown you that it just doesn't work and being confident in that. I find that we ask too many questions to strangers on the internet as opposed to just having that internal dialogue and looking looking inward for the answers as opposed to asking all of the time. It's like have conversations with yourself. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think I just remembered I may have I've been you know podcasting also for I think going on for years. And mm. um you know there's moments, there's phases in that where it's like, okay, what should I really be doing? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? And I remember, um, piggybacking off of a post in a podcaster group. And I think I said that I'm like, look at your data. That's why you, uh, for the most part paying for those analytics, um, and mm-hmm. a podcast site that show you where your listeners coming from, what countries, which episode do they like the most.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then I think I also piggyback off of that to say that at least now all of the social media networks are doing a good job at providing in house. Uh, analytics, in house analytics of who those people are, where they are, mm-hmm. what content they reacted to the most. And mm-hmm. when. whenever I would do like social media consultations, that's the first thing I'd tell people I'm like, what do your analytics say? And of course, then I have to tell them where to find it. But then right. they do, that's the aha moment. Like, that's right. how you get, you know, just from booking the call. So, Yeah, look at that rather than, you know, I I asked a question on social media, but nobody answered me and don't get discouraged by that because they don't know you should know.
0: Right, right. That's, that's why I tend not to, I don't really ask that many questions. And usually if I'm asking a question to my audience, I've probably already made the answer. Like you already know what the answer is. You're just looking for validation, which validation is totally valid, but I I tend not to ask like, oh, what more content do you want to see? You already know the type of content that you want to show more of, and you already probably have the data of things that you've tested out in the past that people responded to. So do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, I don't like reels. I know video content is hella important and I need to get over it, but. I also understand where where um, reels sit in terms of priority, because reels do not generate revenue for me. Like when someone finds me on Instagram, it's because they looked at my feed, not because they found me on an explore page from a reel. So my priorities in creating real content is going to be lower than just. Is going to be lower than just having a presence, a consistent presence on the platform. You see what I'm saying? Like, so I, so yeah, so I think, you know, I I tend to temper how often I ask questions because I I know what I'm gonna do, and and that really is it. And you're gonna enjoy it, or or you don't. And I'll make pivots if it if it really is affecting the bottom line, then I'll make a pivot. But until then. You're just going to get this content and enjoy it.
1: <laughs> and I'm sure that um, some people are probably thinking, like, how do you gain this confidence? Like, how do you know? And I think, aside from equating it to, you know, uh, it's been business and a digital experience for years, like that's where, you know, the years experience will come in. But how would you really gain that confidence and and maybe not lose it when imposter syndrome possibly comes in?
0: Yeah, that's a really good question. I don't ask people that many questions. This is my life. This is my life. You know, when I first started this business, I didn't really ask for permission to do it. You know, I I saw there was a need. I had interest and I combined the two and it does require a tough skin and it does require taking rejection like... Like Teflon, you're not always going to get it right. You're, you know, not every person that you share your services with are going to say yes. Um, You will be rejected a lot. (laughs) And the more you do, the more clarity you receive, the more confidence that you build. But it takes time. I think a lot of people when, or people who are finding me now, you know, they're like, oh my God, this girl is like a boss and she's so confident. I mean, this is years of work. This is years and years of work. I didn't just wake up and say, you know, I'm gonna have a successful six-figure business and I'm gonna be sharing all this, you know, business gyms and advice because I know I know that it works or whatever. You know, no, like it was years and years of like having to build myself up and not always seeking or needing that outward validation, you know, to justify moving through life, you know, removing the noise. You know, I unfollow people, I mute people from time to time when I know I'm like, I've been looking too much for like seeking outward, I will kind of bring it all back in. You know, this may be a really great opportunity to talk about therapy a little bit because I've been doing or investing in this practice of therapy since I was about 28, so almost about seven years. Um, And it's been really great with, with going back to myself and really trusting my intuition. I do seek out counsel, but it's, I'm not 100% reliant on it because it's my life at the end of the day. I have to make the decision. I have to be proud of the decisions for better or for worse. Really just trusting your intuition and listening to it. Um, and if, if you have trouble trusting your intuition, then I do recommend, you know, investing in practices like therapy to get back to trusting yourself because... That's what you see. The confidence is me trusting myself. That's it.
1: Now, which therapy platforms
0: do you recommend? The honey child, I wouldn't be able to tell you, because I found my therapist through Open Path Collective several years ago. Um, and then prior to that, I lived in New York. And so you were able to go to like mental health clinics and be uh, partnered with a, a social worker who had like clinical therapy experience on Instagram you know there's open path there's is it black girl therapist I believe
1: therapy for black
0: girls. therapy for black girls excuse yeah. me you see butchering it um but yeah I would definitely start there they both have um resources of where you can find you know potentially a therapist that works for you so psychology today is another place where you can look for look for a therapist as well
1: I second that, um, mm-hmm. Open Path Collective was first for me. I think I first found out about it from Nicole Walters. So I was using Open Path Collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and even no matter what state I go to, yeah. um, that, that they have one. And especially now who some are doing tele teletherapy, you know, online. Yep, well.
0: yep.
1: Yeah. yep, Perfect. All right, now my next question is um, kind of to talk about the importance also, of having uh, in your in your business, probably in the personal life too, mm-hmm. um, clear objection, clear framework, and clear goals. Why is that important, and how did that play a role also in maintaining, you know, that confidence with uh, knowing who you are and what who you serve?
0: So, the importance of having a clear clear goals, clear objective, and a clear framework. You said yes. I mean, it's the priority. <laughs> I think. Clarity breeds confidence, you know, if you don't have clarity as to who you serve, how you serve them, with what services, what that process looks like, how you deliver on on that process, then it's going to be very difficult to run a business, let alone grow a sustainable business or scale a business. You need to have clarity. I mean, there really is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, and also, you know, give yourself grace to, under, to to know that your goals are going to change, right? Your goals are going to change. The process is going to tweak over time. Your framework may change based off of how you deliver your services, but you need clarity. You know, I've recently shared a blog post on the, the seven like behaviors and best practices that I had to exhibit going from charging, you know, $1,500 to $13,000 for my product photography services. And, you know, one of them, actually the first one that I mentioned was I started only offering one thing, you know, a lot of business owners, service-based businesses specifically. And I guess if I had to drill down even further photographers, when we first start, we're shooting a lot of different things because we're trying to figure out what we like, what we don't like, but eventually it comes to a point where, okay, I can't always talk about all this all of the time. So which one or two specialties am I really going to hone in and focus on, which is going to allow me to one, focus my attention when it comes to marketing so you're not overwhelmed all of the time, and two, for prospects or potential clients to know if I hire this person, what am I hiring them for? Just like with any other business, photography is still a business. (laughs) Like It it can still be a, a successful business, but you have to treat it as such. You can't just be like, oh, I love this so much, I would do it for free. No, you won't. You know what I mean? Like, let's be honest here. A lot of photographers that I talk to, They have aspirations of being able to live off of photography or being able to have their creative endeavors uh, sustain them personally and professionally. Well, there's some things that you're going to have to do. And one of those things is trimming down the fat and really cutting down which genre or which specialties of photography you're going to focus on. Maybe it's not products maybe it's boudoir, maybe it's portrait photography, maybe it's food and beverage, but you have to stick to one thing and then you have to be willing to invest time, energy and money to grow in that genre for at least three years, three years minimum. And so if you're saying to yourself, okay, I'm not willing to do that, then pick something else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I knew that I was onto something because year over year, once I alleviated a lot of the services that I was offering when I first started my business, once I did that, I noticed two things. One, my revenue started to double year over year. Um, Well, three things. The second was um, it was easier for me to show up online because I didn't have to talk about four different services, I can always just talk about product photography and my experience uh, growing in that genre and and showing BTS. And then the third, it made it easier for people to find me. And they were able to answer the question of, okay, this is what Tamara does. She offers product photography and this is her genre. So it made it easier for me to be booked because I said, I'm not going to be talking about all of the things. I'm only going to be talking about one thing.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break. This episode is sponsored by Focus Media Group. Focus Media Group is a creative marketing agency founded by Zakira. We focus on helping entrepreneurs with their social media goals, their business strategy, and their branding services. If you are a side hustler and a woman entrepreneur or a creative, in 2022, we are helping 200 creative women of color who want to build their brand become more knowledgeable in the digital space and build their business the right way. Visit Focus Media Group with a PH to learn more. That's Ed Media Group.com. P-H-O-C-U-S-E-D Media Group.com. I'm so glad you mentioned that because Uh, Basically, you need to be able to, uh, the power of social media, you know, your network is your net worth, right? Mm -hmm, The mm -hmm. power of social media of when people are asking in Facebook is, hey, I need a product photographer, who do you recommend? Hey, I need a portrait photographer, who do you recommend? I think your goal really as a part of your purpose and your legacy should be, that's the one that people, you know, contact, they tag you in that you know, because your papers and your brand is what do people say about you when you're not there? So Mm -hmm, that's a mm -hmm. super important um, point. So I'm so glad that you found it. I'm so glad that you're living it. And uh, yeah, that's it. (laughs) We're coming to the end of it. And I would love to ask three questions that I love to ask every single guest. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So the first question is a fun question. The first question is when this is all over, where do you want to travel
0: to next? When this is all over, I'm not waiting until this is all over, but I am traveling to Mexico City shortly. Yeah, I'm traveling to Mexico City shortly. I would love to to hit up Asia at some point, uh, but the Panini. And um, the continent. I have not touched the continent.
1: You mean the motherland? The
0: motherland. I have okay. not touched the motherland yet, so... It's on my list. Hopefully, God willing, 2023, I can start taking trips to to Africa. One of the first trips being actually uh, Morocco and Egypt. So
1: that have you heard of the Blue City in Morocco? No, everything blue. <laughs> they one city. See, see what I'm saying? Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that would be one of my first trips, and then in Africa, South Africa, of course, Ghana. I I just have to hit up the whole,
1: yeah, everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I love that. So I've been blessed to go to four of them. And my very first African country was Ghana. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second one was Gambia. The third one was Senegal. And Mm -hmm. the fourth one was South Africa. South Africa was my favorite, um, because it's, Truly creative heaven over there. I went. I, ordinate- I
0: hear. Yeah. I hear. I
1: went for the Essence Music Festival. They had one. I don't know the p- pandemic happened, so it was supposed to be like a five-year partnership, but I only heard about it for two years. Oh, that's so I went for the inaugural one, and it was amazing. That was. I can just- only
0: imagine. That was. I can like- only imagine.
1: You know, Apochella, right? So that was I feel like that was a start of it. I don't know how long Alpha has been going on, but I feel like Essence Festival did it first. <laughs> so yeah. it was amazing. It was amazing. So you'll love just the the culture and especially um the products. Like I've always grown up on with um African, you know, artifacts around. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have them on your wall. So Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah. I just need to be there.
1: You will, you will. All right. And then the second A question that Mm -hmm. I want to ask is, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: what is your legacy? What do you want your legacy to be?
0: I, I feel like I'm still living it, so it wouldn't be fair to say. I would say right now in my life, I would want to be able to inspire people to build a life that they want, whatever that looks like, having the freedom to just be, I think for a long time prior to the pandemic started my, my entire identity was wrapped around my work and what, and what I did. And, you know, when, when the pandemic happened, I had to really readjust some things and kind of get back to myself of like, what actually brings me joy, you know, things that I actually love doing. I love traveling. I love collecting art. I love resting. And so, I think, is that a gap for the people in the back. <laughs> yeah, I I love traveling, I love collecting art, and I love I love a good nap. So, I think for me, if anything, I just want to inspire people to just really live their life. You know, whatever that looks like for you, um out of you know, without the constructs of being bogged down by capitalism all the time. Yeah, but I feel like my legacy is still being written. I feel like I'm nowhere near even defining what that is in its entirety. Maybe it's not even up to me to even do that, you know, but that is something that I hope people are inspired to do based off of where I am in my journey, you know, today. Perfect. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. And the third question, um, I'm going to try to tweak this a little bit without being biased, but okay. Are you excited for the next Black Panther movie?
0: I don't know, girl. I am. I am. But we got to get we gotta get home, girl. She got to get it together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with uh, or without her, actually.
0: With or without her. So I know she's a huge Leticia, right?
1: Y- yeah, yeah.
0: I think I'm saying her name right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know that she is an integral part. Of the franchise.
1: We'll see them, huh?
0: To be determined.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know
0: she's like dealing with injuries and things of that nature. So it's, yeah, that's, I'm I'm excited, but I'm also, I'm like that Monique meme where it's like, I'd like to see it.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me
0: see, let me see a preview.
1: Right, yeah. Let me get a trailer and then. Let book. me
0: get a trailer and then I get back to you.
1: <laughs> Perfect. All right. Now, for those of you who are watching the the video version on YouTube or Facebook, you'll see that it's scrolling at the bottom. But where else can uh, we find you, Tamara, on social media?
0: Yeah. So I'm always on Instagram, y'all. You can find me on Instagram, actually, at Tamara.Darden. That's where you'll catch me hanging out. Um, To learn more about Darden Creative on Instagram, you're going to go to um, Darden Creative, or follow us on pinterest we're on there too at darting creative as well but i'm always on instagram sending people dms and voice memos so that's where you can catch me
1: and then for those who are listening and um you know they're business owners and they want you know they've been DIYing, DIYing. um yeah. you know they're product photography and say they want to work with you. How can they work with you?
0: Yeah. So what you're going to do is go to darting That's where you're going to find all the information on how to work with us. Um, and also schedule a free discovery call. Everything is in one place to make it easy for someone to start their journey with us.
1: Perfect. Well, this has been fun. Is there anything, if no one got anything from your conversation, is there anything that you want to share, uh, for people to
0: Just be curious, you know? I think just be curious. Get out of your own way. Trust yourself more. And make life simple. Stop, stop adding on more things because someone else is telling you to do that. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Just let it go.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Tamara, for being a guest on the sea Life Different podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Be sure to subscribe, follow, and download so you don't miss the next episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit ZakiraNayar.com. That's Z-A-A-K-I-R-A-H-N-A-Y-Y-A-R.com.